Welcome to the Outer Podcast. My name is Holden. My name's Daniel. And this is episode two. Let's go. We made it to the second episode. We did it. We started a podcast and now we're on episode two. Man, we're still at it. And I want to start out before we dive into the topic today, which we're going to dive into the topic today. The topic today it's centered around both of us moving back to Knoxville. And so before we get into that, I want to, I want to tell a story that happened to both of us pretty recently. So on Friday, me and Daniel go to this burger place that we've been to before, but we bring another friend, which who I've met for the first time on Friday. I've known him since I was nine. You've known him since you were nine. And uh, so we met and we, Went, got hamburgers. It was great. We went to this really great restaurant. Um, unfortunately, they don't sponsor us, so I'm not going to say their name. They don't sponsor us yet. Yeah, but if they do sponsor us, we're going to talk about them like crazy all dude. the time, dude. All the time. But um, their burgers are good, but we're not going to talk about. We're them not yet. going to say who they are because they don't sponsor us. That's how it works, people. That's how it works. We're only in this for the money, and if we don't get the money, we don't talk about the honey. That's what I've always said. Anyways, Amen. so we go there and I it doesn't really matter, but I don't remember who exactly mentioned about this arcade place that has recently opened up. And we were talking about it and we were all just like, yeah, we should go. So we went and I don't know what you knew more about it than I did. So maybe you you knew about this, but I in my head when you guys were talking about an arcade place, I just assumed it was literally just going to be like, like what you see in like eighties movies or like things like stranger thing It's fine. They probably won't, they probably won't hear it, dude. They probably won't hear it. Daniel's getting upset because people are walking upstairs. <laughs> I was going to think of something else to say, but they probably won't hear it. They probably won't hear it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. They probably anyways. Won't hear it. Um, so I was expecting like what you would see in like when, movies about like 80 like the 80s and stuff like that like those kind of arcades so we get to this place and we go through the door and what i was i was so not ready for this it opens up and it it, it looked like a nightclub when we first walked in for my eyes it looked like a nightclub and there was a guy at a booth like right by the door <laughs> he was like do you guys have reservations and i was like did we even go into the right place? And the friend we were with, he was like, he was just like, no, we don't have reservations. We're not here to do anything. We're just here to play games. And the guy was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Go, go for it. And there was like, it was like a bar slash, I think it was part of the actual burger place we went to too. Cause I, I remember they were the uh, like a sister partnership. Oh, okay. Okay. So we get there and this is like an arcade and there were like nerdy people there, which was to be expected. But was there were a, also not so nerdy. There people was there. also people who definitely should have been like in an actual <laughs> bar or nightclub. Like there was like people. Like, I don't know how to describe these people, but I'll say it basic, was a really neat mix. I'll say basic people were there on a date. And it was just like mixed in with like these like video game nerds that were like, okay, like there was like girls with crop top shirts on 
with like skirts like they looked all like fancy and whatever and then there was just like these nerdy guys with like marvel t-shirts on <laughs> but we but we which that's not gonna help what i uh, tell later on in this story so we walk up and we're trying to figure out how to get tokens and we figure out that we have to ask the waitress for tokens and one of the waitresses comes up and ask us what we need and we just say tokens and uh, she's getting our tokens ready. And I was just kind of like looking around. I didn't look at her, but I could tell she looked up from like her little thing that she had. And she was just like looking at me. And I was like, I first thought she just like looked up, like looked at me or whatever and was going to look away. But she like kept looking at me. And I was like, what is she doing? She had that look. She, I don't know what she, listen, here's the thing. I don't trust any server at a bar. I don't trust them at all because in my head, I know this is wrong. I know this is bad, but it is what it is. In my head, I'm like, oh, they're trying to get as much tips out of me as they possibly can. So they're being like a certain way. I don't know. Listen, I'll get I'll get uh, cleansed of that thought one day, but it's not today and it wasn't on Friday. And so think about it. Hey, think about it this way. Okay, you were in a group of three and she singled you out. Yeah. Why would she single you out well, amongst I don't know, the other but two I, of us? Here's what I'll say. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. So she's looking at me. She's looking at me for a long time. And I have yet to look at her. And in my head, I'm trying to figure out why she's looking at me. Like, what is she trying to do? So finally, I look at her and she looks at me and she's kind of like smiles a little bit. And then she looks at my shirt and uh, she's like, what does that symbol mean? And I had a symbol on my shirt. And I was like, in my head, I was thinking, OK, we're in an arcade bar. She was wearing cat ears. This this lady was wearing cat ears. In my head, I was like, oh, she's a nerd. She knows what this symbol on my shirt, like she'll know what this symbol on my shirt is. And I was like, oh, it's from Naruto. And she was like, oh, is that a TV show or something? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, it's, uh, it's from a TV show. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'll have $10 with the tokens if you want to go ahead and just give me that. <laughs> and so we just, we played at this bar and it's it pretty fun, I guess. Yeah, was, I, I don't know. I will say for whatever reason, there was a huge selection of pinball machines at this place. And for whatever reason, I have no idea why, but I strangely want to go back just to play pinball again. Me too, but I want to learn more. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm saying this. Didn't know there was more to learn about, but learn more about pinball because. No, no, there's like, you can get scholarships off of this thing. Are you serious? No, I don't I have no idea. I'm about to say. But Maybe I mean, after what we saw the other night, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Yeah. These pinball machines were so intricate. I mean, there was. There was a lot of thought process. There was like that a storyline. Yeah, they all had storylines. Playing this game, and I'm like, what? Cut the heck? scenes. They had cut. They had missions that you had to do. And I'm like, I thought the goal of it was just to keep the ball from going in the gap. Yeah, at I the mean, end of the thing. But yeah. it was like, no, this is a lifestyle. And I was like, I'm not ready to live this lifestyle. And yeah, then, I wouldn't either. And then a character looks at me in my eyes, and he said, "You will live this lifestyle." And I was like. Oh my God. I was like, why are we making a podcast right now and not playing pinball? Well, the thing is, uh, we had, we just, we won't go back there for a while. Um, I just want to wait till that, that certain girl that 
I interacted with, uh, she's off. I want to wait and go on a day when she's not there. Why? Because I feel like she's going to come up to me again. And she's like, aren't you that Naruto guy? You like talk to girls with cat ears. That was also that. That's the thing. I think that's why I got frustrated. Yeah, that's it. No, because I was like, listen, she's wearing cat ears. She's probably super nerdy. So I was like, oh, she's going to know what this is. And she's like, is that like a TV show or something? And I'm like, you fraud. You're a fraud. (laughs) She's a fraud. She wants you to think she wants you to come into this arcade bar being a super nerdy guy, which I may or may not be, depending on how you feel about nerdy guys. Uh, But and she's like, oh, I'm going to be I'm going to make them think I'm a video game girl. So I'm going to wear cat ears and I'm going to walk up to them and be like, what does that symbol on your shirt mean? But listen, I read right through it. I saw right through it. And I was like, you fraud, you fraud. You're a fraud. Wow. I have and, a lot uh, of respect for that, dude. The fact that you saw through the fakeness. Bro, I saw right through it. And I I already canceled her for it. Great. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyways, uh, today we're talking about uh, our life. We are talking about um, moving back, moving back to where we came from. Uh, Me and Daniel already started this podcast earlier. I just want to confess this because I feel like someone's going to find out that we did this and then they're going to cancel us for us. They're going to cancel us because of it. So I'm going to go ahead and just admit it uh, right now. Go ahead and get your recording devices ready to have it recorded and put it out on different social medias if you feel like you need to do this. But me and Daniel... Uh, recorded this podcast uh, one take we did it and I stopped it I stopped the take and I was like hey let's do this again and that's what we did I just feel like I have to confess doing that uh, Daniel's kind of upset right now um, he do you have something to say Daniel feels like he has uh, upset's to say. the wrong word I'm not upset I was surprised I thought take one was going pretty all right and then you were just like you were talking and then you stopped and you all of a sudden you were like Hey, let's start over. Yeah, that's what I do. So I have to feel like I have to confess that because I just feel like if I were to upload the first take, uh, people would or no, if I would upload, sorry, if I would have uploaded this take, people would have been like, I feel like they've already talked about this before and they probably re-recorded. And that's exactly what we did. But we did it for you. We did it for you because we want to give you our best. We want to give you our best. And if we feel like we have to walk, are you, you're, what do you think was so wrong about the first time? I just feel like I was very jumbly and I didn't really know like what I wanted to say. I didn't really know like where I was wanting to take the conversation. And so I just feel like I was like, okay, let's just start over again. And I kind of know like where we can lead into, cause I wanted to like, I like I was going to one topic and then I kind of jumped over to a different topic. But then like I wanted to go back to that topic and then I wanted to like go somewhere else. And so I was just like, I don't know if this is going to work. So that's why I was just like, yeah, let's just start over. So Holden and I have recently moved back to our hometown of Knoxville. Well, Knoxville for me, Oak Ridge for you, which is basically Knoxville to people that don't know the area. I had to tell people I've been out of state for three years. And for those three years, 
when people asked me where I was from, I just said Knoxville because Knoxville was more known than Oak Ridge was. And I, most of the time when I'm in conversations, I want them to be as quick as possible. So if someone asked me where I'm from, I'm going to say Knoxville so they can move on to the next thing they want to talk to me about. And then I can go do whatever I was doing. Yeah, it keeps before. the flow going. It keeps my flow going away from their flow. That's how I feel, dude. You don't flow with others? I flow. Listen, here's the deal. I do flow with people, but the people I flow with, they know I flow with them. And they know I'm a flow or die kind of guy. And so I only flow with certain people so I can flow or die with them. Because otherwise I'm just going to die with somebody. And that's not good. So I refuse flowing with certain people. Some people will walk up to me and they'll be like, can I flow with you? I get asked that all the time. And it really pisses me off. Every day. Uh, Every day. They're like, can I flow with you? And I'll be like, no. Yeah, no. You'll be flow with me. If you, if I flow with you, you'll be in my trans cemetery. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, you then clearly you watched the first episode. You didn't listen to the first episode and you need to stop right now. You need to put a pause and you need to go listen to the first episode. If you and have you, the time, of course. No, I don't care if you have the time or not. You're going to go back and you're going to listen to the first episode of this podcast. Yeah, just cancel your plans and, and listen to the cancel podcast. your plans. Oh, sorry, I burped. Cancel your plans, go back, listen to the first episode of the podcast, and then maybe you can flow with me, but we'll see. Um, also, another thing, I gotta get I gotta I gotta say a few things about this podcast real quick. If you have any questions or concerns you would like us to address in the podcast, we have an email you can email Daniel. Right? Yes, that is correct. Yes, we have an email, and the email is theouterpodcast at gmail.com. And so if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, just email us at theouterpodcast at gmail.com. Any ask, um, just ask that it's not a big ask. No, I want a big ask. If I'm going to do it, it's going to be big. And I want that ask to be big. Well said, Holton. So, yeah, if we get enough people emailing us questions, we're going to do a segment on episodes of the podcast where we answer your questions. But here's the deal, guys. We can't do the segment unless you email us questions. So email us questions at theouterpodcast at gmail.com. Calm. So what are we trying to focus on today, Holden, with this We're, podcast? Listen, I I was pretty excited about this episode of the podcast. Because not only because we're gonna talk about uh where we live, why we live there, and stuff like that. But actually, I kind of want to get into we kind of started this uh on the last podcast. Uh I told the story about uh reenacting the story of Beowulf for our English class. Um, and so I kind of just want to talk about, I want to talk about the good old days, Daniel, the good old days back in the day, dude, the good old days. Do you remember, do you remember the first interaction we ever had? 
No, I don't. Okay. Do you? Um, Thank you so much for listening for this episode of the podcast. Uh, next week, we're going to have a new guest um, on the podcast. Uh, we're going to have three people? No. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, so here's what happened. Me and Daniel met sophomore year of high school. We were in the same science class. And for whatever reason, uh, I don't know why it started happening, but the only thing we would say to each other for the first few conversations was the word yes. I remember that. Do you remember this? And I remember the first time we really started hanging out, I remember, I think it was Christmas break we went on, which is now winter break. You can't say Christmas break. That was a whole thing. Even when I was in high school, you couldn't say I'm going on Christmas break. You got to say I'm going on winter break um, yeah, to well, respect other religions. Yes. And what they do. Political awareness. OK, yeah. Political awareness and what they do during the winter. Yes. Uh, were you going to say something? You, you felt like you're about I to was going to say, yeah, I do remember in the beginning. It was just yes. Like. Looked at you, looked at me, and we just kind of shook heads, just like, yes. Just like, I'm, yeah. I, I knew this guy was cool. Yeah. I wish I could say the same. Um, but well, uh, why did no, you agree with me? I'm just kidding, dude. Bro. Oh, my gosh. Listen, obviously, Daniel doesn't flow with me. I flow my own way, bro. Yeah, clearly. Anyways, um, so, yeah. So, we were in the same science class, and I remember during winter break. Uh, I don't remember what happened, but I do remember winter break was kind of a downer for me. And I think it was the Saturday before we got back to school, I got a notification on Facebook and Daniel had messaged me on Facebook and he was basically like, Hey, we should hang out. We both play guitar. We should go play guitar sometime. And I was like, totally let's go. And I never, I don't think I've ever told you this. I might've told you this, but I told my parents cause I was 15 at the time. I think I was 14. I was 14, 15, maybe 15. I don't know. But uh, I told my parents at the time, I was like, hey, there's this guy. He wants to hang out. He wants to play guitar. Uh, lives in Knoxville. He's great. And my dad was like, I need to see some pictures of him. And I was like, okay. And at the time, the only pictures Daniel had on Facebook was when he had long hair. And Daniel used to have like some pretty long hair. Pretty long hair. Yeah, but he didn't when I met when I met him. He had the hair he has now, but back then it was some pretty long hair. And uh, I just showed him a picture of Daniel, and he was like, "So he doesn't cut his hair?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, his hair, his hair is cut now, Dad. Can I go?" And he was like, "Yeah, you can go. If his hair is cut, you can go." And I was like, "All right, sweet." That's so what we went. It's a good screening. We got here. Oh, I got here, and um. Do you remember the song we played? Uh, no, I don't remember. I don't remember the name, but it was an offspring song. Oh, was it self-esteem? Probably. Yeah. I had never heard of offspring before. And uh, I thought you, I think I remember you had sheet music for this song. Yeah, I, I downloaded some stuff off of the internet for how to play these songs. Cause I really was into offspring at the time. Yeah. So we just jammed out to offspring. It's pretty rad. And then from there, we just had a whole high school experience. I remember we, uh, for the same science class, we had to have 
uh, square of like this. Uh, our science teacher had built like this uh, planetarium or like something. It was basically like a bunch of dirt that she had. And she gave us like different sections of this dirt and we had to like grow stuff off of it. And I just remember like I would say things like my because I was like she like had names for each of the sections. And I think mine was like B1 or something and yours was probably like A3. No, we had the same one. Oh, did we? It was B1. Yeah. Okay. well, I just remember I was challenging people and I was like, I'm going to take over your territory like B1 is going to control all sections of this but like all the stuff and i just remember our like plants will multiply i just remember our science teacher hated us she thought we were the worst she gave i remember my plants grew but she gave me like a d for the project and i'm pretty sure she just did that because she didn't like me at the time which was a running thing for most teachers at our high school uh they did not like me and daniel very much uh there was one teacher we had for homeroom that uh, especially didn't like Daniel. Oh, yeah. She hated me. Um, She liked to send Daniel to the nurse pretty much every morning of school. Yeah, she thought I was sick all the time. Because Daniel would always sleep in her class. And she'd always be like, Daniel, go to the nurse. <laughs> like every day. And I'll never forget this one day. So Daniel was also... I mean, it was the first class in the morning and I think I know where you're going. He would be late most of the time. And this teacher would always be like, Daniel, why are you late? Why are you late? Every day. <laughs> and Daniel would just be like, he would just be like, I don't know. I just didn't get here in time. <laughs> and um, <laughs> there was one day I beat her in. But here's the thing. She was very late. Like she was also late. And so Daniel came in. And uh, Daniel got to the class before she did. And she had to unlock the door. So we were all like waiting outside. And she comes running in. And she's like, no, no, Daniel, you were late. <laughs> Daniel goes, no, uh, Miss So-and-so, actually, you're late. <laughs> and everyone just like, <laughs> and she, oh, everyone just like wide open. stopped what they were doing. And they were like what's gonna happen next and she just kind of i remember she looked at you and she like smiled and she did this weird thing where like she smiled but she like bit her tongue and like part of her tongue was out i remember that and she's like uh-huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah okay i get she's like i'll give you that one <laughs> something like that well there was another time where i walked in before she did but the door was unlocked and all the other students were in there and she said, Daniel, why are you late? I said, why are you late? And she sent me to the principal's office for it. We had one teacher. We didn't have him the same period, but we had the same teacher the same year that I'm pretty sure was on some kind of narcotics while he was teaching us. He was our math teacher, I think, for our senior year. He's either our senior or junior It was senior year. And this guy was insane he was insane he would i have i still have this video on my phone of him was him going to get the pizzas oh my god (laughs) there was one time okay i'll explain this story so this teacher he's teaching class and out of nowhere he throws his marker and he runs out of the room and he doesn't say anything to the class he just runs out of the room and i'm like 
it could have been anything because this this teacher had done a wide selection of crazy stuff in his class and he runs out of the room and he we had the way the room was we had a giant window that led to the back entrance of the school and we look out and he walks out of the school and he's like walking down the sidewalk and he leaves the view that we had and we wait and like maybe five minutes later he comes back and he just has this tower of pizzas that he's holding that's almost like over his head and he's just like quickly walking (laughs) he just walks back into the room and he just plops these tower pizzas down and doesn't say anything and doesn't address the fact that he just threw a marker, ran out of the room, grabbed these pizzas and came back and said nothing. He said nothing. But I have this one video, this other video on my phone of him talking. And one of the things he loved to do was he loved to go on rants in his class, not about math. It was everything else but math. And it's this, it's the... <laughs> this video and uh he's like he's like um he's like so what's the consequence that we're experiencing of having more women in the workplace and uh there's like a kid in the background who said something like men can't find jobs or something and he points at him and goes yeah more heart attacks <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like what and i remember i put in the video the caption of the video was like what i learned in math today <laughs> He used to, my gosh, he used to get into arguments with students. He got into an argument, particularly with this one student every day. And this was the year, uh, the we, it was an election year. And it was the election year between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, which where the country was very widely divided. I mean, obviously, they still were during the last election. But this one, like particularly, everyone was like at each other's throats. And uh, they both were just arguing politics in math class and i remember i would always get up and i would tap one of my friends on the shoulder and we would just go in the back and we would just play chess like we would be playing chess while he's like arguing with the student i remember he used to (laughs) he used to like there would be a point where you like stop hearing him talking and i'm all i would always be like i guess he's done but i never would get up and he would walk over and he would have like his his fingers around his chin and he'd be looking at a chessboard and he'd be like, mm, this is a close game. And he'd like give one of us pointers. He'd be like, you know, if you move here to there and then you move there to there, it might be a little bit more interesting. And then he'd just walk, he'd just waddle away. I'm like, I'm like dude, we're playing, we're literally playing chess in the middle of your class and you're just this okay with it. He was cool with everything. He was, well, I think, I still believe this. I think he he knew either he was going to be fired after that school year or he was going to quit after that school year. Um, Cause I heard some things that he was having with like one of the principals and stuff like that. But the biggest uh, indicator that I figured he was going to do this was the final. When we had our final, we get into, which I'm sure he did this with your class too, but we come in the day of finals and we walk in and I remember I was nervous cause he didn't teach us anything in that class. Right. Yeah. He taught us nothing about math in that class. So we had no idea what we were doing. And I was so nervous about this final. I was like, I don't even know how to do some of these problems. I was so nervous. And he was like, all right, guys. So here's the deal. He was like, (laughs) 
<laughs> he was like, if you write your name on the final, I'll give you a B. And I was, everyone at first was like, huh? And he's like, if you at least write your name on the final, I'll give you a B. Dude, I was not surprised by this point. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, this is how we would end the class. And so I literally, I just wrote my name, but I had to, I didn't want to just like write my name and like walk out. So I wrote my name and then most of the problems were always like find X and I would circle, like it'd be like uh, 2X plus three equals B, find X. And, and I would circle X. You would just circle X and put, yep. found it. But yeah, we had a lot of crazy. There was a lot of crazy teachers in our high school, but that's public high school for you. You got the craziest teachers uh, humanly imaginable. And uh, it's great. It added to uh, the experience. I went to two different high schools, but I particularly enjoyed this one uh, for a, a lot more reasons than the first one I came from. But with the... The interesting teachers. Now, they weren't all great. I had some pretty bad ones at that high school, but I mean, couldn't say they weren't people watchers. We were people, people watchers, watchers watching them. Oh, yeah. No, they I were was, interesting to watch. They were I'm saying they were entertainment for me. Yes, there was. There was this one time I had this one teacher who she, for whatever reason, made it her life goal to find a reason to get me in trouble. And she was doing like so many, like there was one, it was, it was an art teacher. And I used to, I have this weird thing. I still kind of do, but it's a little bit more tame than it is now. But like, whenever there's like anything terrible and I'm like holding it in my hands, I always like tear it. And so I was sitting and we just like had like pieces of paper around cause it was art class. And I used to just like kind of hold a piece of paper and I would just kind of like tear it and it would kind of like fall on the ground. Well, she found like all these like teared up pieces of paper and she claimed that I was making these things called hornets, which are these pieces of paper that you fold up and then you use a rubber band and you fling it at people and it like stings you like like a hornet does. And she accused me of like making this and I was like, no, I just tore up little pieces of paper and put it on the ground. She's like, go to the office and i was like um okay but there was i mean obviously there was like countless other stuff that she did um there was this one time where we had to do this project where we had to draw a self-portrait of ourselves but she made us go into this art closet and she took the pictures of us like in this art closet and um one of my friends he went in there and while he was in there, I told the whole class, I was like, hey, guys, when this guy comes out, I'll just say his name's Chad. His name's obviously not Chad, but I'll just say his name's Chad. I was like, when Chad comes out of the closet, we're all good. We all should just start clapping. And uh, everyone was like, OK, yeah, whatever. And he comes out of the closet. And I was like, look, guys, Chad came out of the closet. And everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> she, like she was like, you go to the office. And I was like. Uh, what do I say? And she's like, tell them what you just did. And I was like, um, okay. So I go to the office and Lenny's like, uh, why are you here? And I was like, um, someone walked out of the art closet in my art class. And I said, look, Chad's out of the closet and everyone started clapping. And she was like, like, I remember the lady was like, she's like, are you sure that's all you did? 
And I was like, I mean, you can call you can call the teacher, but she sent me here because I did that. And I remember the people at our high school, like the people in charge of the office at our school, whatever. I feel like whenever people would come in because they were in trouble, they would always just make them sit in like the little lobby area of that office area for just the rest of the class period. And they would send you on their way. Like I never went into a principal's office and like talk with them. It was always just I would just walk in the office and she'd be like, OK, just go sit right there. And I just went and sit there. And then when the bell rang, she was like, all right, you can go to your next class. <laughs> there was never any kind of like punishment whatsoever. But yeah, we used to. I experienced my first little bit of fame while I was in high school. Um, I used to make videos for our TV broadcasting class and they would show it in the mornings and people really enjoyed them. And so people would be like, are you the dude from the videos in the morning announcements? Be like, yeah, man, but I don't like talking about it too much. And I don't really want, I don't really want pictures. Or they aired it on the local channel for like, they did. They still did. I went back home for break one time, like a, two years ago. And I was just flipping through and one of the channels, it was just me acting stupid in one of my videos I did because I did this so the TV broadcasting class the second year I did it for whatever reason they centered it around making YouTube videos which was awesome which was great especially for like a public high school to do something like that and uh so I was just always making the most ridiculous videos I could think of and they would show it on the air on the air they would show it on the local channel and uh got pretty famous off of it it's pretty cool right Daniel yep and that's also where he peaked no, I didn't peek. I haven't. I first of all, I thought you said peed. Well, that like, too, right? I never peed you never, on that. Well, you, you didn't? Um. Whoa. Whoa. Daniel just hit me, guys. I don't know if you realize. Don't hit the mic. Anyways. So, yeah, that's just stories of high school and days of old and all that stuff. But uh, we graduated high school five years ago and we both have moved around. We went we went our separate ways. Yeah. I told Daniel, I don't want to be his friend anymore. And I was like, and he's like, and so I took off first. I went down to Chattanooga. Please, please. I was like, no, dude, sorry. I was like, you're kind of I couldn't even I couldn't stay here anymore. Yeah. Daniel couldn't even be in the same town anymore. He's like everyone just reminds me of you so i gotta leave and i was like dang dude okay that's cool bye yeah looking back i can see why i did that yeah so daniel he moved to chattanooga um which is a great place uh yeah cool town there's what wi-fi there dude they got some wi-fi they got some crazy wi-fi there it's pretty cool and usher was from there uh, did you know that? Do you know that Usher? You're from Chattanooga? Usher. Usher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew yeah that. he was from there. Um, he's not really welcome back. That's what I hear. But um, yeah, I think he put out a song and it wasn't the best. So they were just like, yeah, don't you don't need to come back here. And he was like, oh. And they're like, yeah, you see Chattanooga, you know, we're on the rise. Right. Um, And if you're not going to rise with us, if you're not going to flow If you're not going to be in our then- train family... You can be in our tram cemetery. A tram cemetery. And if you don't know what that means, you haven't listened to the first episode of the podcast and you better go listen to it right now. <coughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, me and Daniel. Daniel moved to Chattanooga. Um, he lived there for quite a while. 
he had quite the experience um, living in Chattanooga. Experience says. I did a lot of stuff there. Okay, yeah. Daniel did more than one thing uh, in Chattanooga. Where did you go? So I first, I went to Birmingham, Alabama. That's where I went first. And um, let me tell you, everything you hear about Alabama is true. It's true, guys. Everything you hear about it is pretty true. I've seen more Um, of that in South Carolina. What are you talking about? Yes. Yes. What are you talking about? You've seen more of Alabama. That. You've just seen more of Alabama. I've seen more of it in South Carolina. You've seen more of that thing you're talking about. uh, What what thing am I talking about? What everybody says about Alabama, you say is true. I've seen more of it in South Carolina. Um. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Well, that's kind of weird that you would know that. Um, Well, I know this because I went places. Yeah. Yeah. So I lived in Alabama. Um, I have I have mixed reviews about Alabama, to be honest. I have some mixed reviews. Um, Your community was kind of nice, though. Yeah. um, I was an owner of that community, I'll say. And they kind of were like, you know, they kind of made things seem a little better than what it was. Yeah, I, I could kind of get that. Vibe. I'm just kidding. Listen, oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'll say about Alabama when I was living there in Birmingham. I made some great relationships while I was there. One thing that was weird was, uh, and this is interesting, and you can take this however you feel taking it, but uh, most of my really good friends came from that area that I was in, like came from when I was living there, but they all were from different parts of the country. So I'll just let that be what it is. Uh, however you feel, but uh, I'll just say, yeah, it was a it was an interesting town. Um, they recently got a Bucky's, and they thought like it was the coolest thing in the world. And uh, I hate to bring up any kind of controversy on the podcast, but like it's cool that you got a Bucky's, but like it's not that great, guys. Let's just move on. Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want to get controversial but i just decided to do it and i just did and well that's interesting because i've never been to a bucky's but i've heard nothing but good things about it. i mean it's just a giant gas station so it's just like but everyone just all of a sudden's like oh my gosh bucky's that's my place dude i go there all the time dude it's so great and i'm like wow man that's crazy uh glad it's your personality now that like you go to Bucky's. I don't know. I'm going to assume like most of the people listening to it, at least now in this stage of the podcast might still be living in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, And I'd love to come back and visit. I plan on going back and visiting quite often. So I hope that they're not like, Hey, we're going to close the borders because you just bashed on our love of Bucky's. I'm just going to be like, sorry, fam. Life sucks, and I decide to bash on your Bucky obsession. Um, just don't, guys. Just don't make it your personality, guys. It's just there's enough people that make things their personality that just doesn't make any sense. Like here's me and Daniel been talking. We talk about this. You're about to say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it before you say it. We talk about this, and one thing girls love to do. We're in the dating scene. Me and Daniel, are, we're in the dating scene right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're in the dating scene. And one thing girls love to do is they all, they love to, to They love say, to go to brunch. They love to go to brunch. And they also love to let people know 
their feelings about the show, The Office. And here's my problem with it. First of all, there's way too many people who are like, yeah, The Office is just mediocre. And I'm like, okay, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't ask you your thoughts about The Office. And they're always like, yeah, my con- the controversial t- uh, opinion I have is I think Parks and Rec uh, is a better show than The Office. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And so you know what I say? Here's my controversial opinion. My controversial opinion is The Office and Parks and Rec are both great shows that I can enjoy watching. Okay? That's my current controversial opinion. If you want to cancel me for anything, cancel me for saying that The Office and Parks and Recreation are both great shows. Mm-hmm. I have recently developed a theory. Um, was debating on whether or not I wanted to share my theory, no, share no. my possible secret, I'm but I'm going to go ahead and share it because I'm nervous. I, I mostly want to share this with Holden and, uh, and the rest uh, of the our world. viewers. You know, we have been seeing a trend with, um, you know, girls repeating these same characteristics of loving brunch and um, talking about whether or not they like the office or not. Yes, that's. Listen, ladies, 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 I'll say this and you can finish. I'll say this and you can finish. Ladies, ladies that are listening, please email uh, theouterpodcast at gmail.com and explain to us why so many of you have the same, like, opinions on stuff. You love brunch and you think The Office is a mediocre show. Please explain why that's a thing because we're trying to figure it out. Anyways, here is my new response to these overused (laughs) <laughs> prompts say uh so you're one of those oh you walk away whoa, and see whoa. what happens what i normally say is well I'll, I'll give an example there was this one girl who was like guess how many animals i have and you know what i said you know what i knew she was trying to refer to as hmm. she's probably like want me to think like she has a whole farm full of animals you know what i said daniel What'd i you said say? you probably have three you probably have three. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a problem. Uh, we need help. We need dating advice. Maybe we'll have a segment. Who knows? We'll have a segment on this podcast. We need to find some professionals. We'll, we'll bring some professional matchmakers in and we'll. <laughs> oh, God. Let's just talk about all this Not- stuff. Just share the knowledge with the world. Just share the knowledge with the world. But no. this knowledge, this is a type of knowledge that evolves over time constantly. Yes. Dude, it's crazy. Being in your 20s, man, everyone always says it's a crazy time, but they never tell you why it's a crazy time. They're just always like, yeah, your 20s. Just get ready for it, man. It's going to be crazy. And then I'm like, I guess I'm the problem, too, because I never ask. I'm never just like, well, why is it crazy? Dude, when I'm 29, I bet I'm going to look back and be like, oh, it's all going to make sense. Maybe. I I hope so. But here's the thing. I like, obviously, I'll get advice from anywhere, you know, well, I wouldn't say anywhere, but like, you know, if, if there's if there's wise people out there, I'll get their advice on stuff. But the thing is, the thing we got to realize, guys, guys and girls who are in their 20s, Okay, we're all we're all a team here, so we're all just gonna have a little pep talk real quick. No one has gone through what we've gone through in their 20s ever before. 
Okay. No one's experienced being in a pandemic. No one's really experienced being, I mean, maybe some people have experienced being in a social media world in their twenties, but it's compared to what people have said about being in their twenties. It sounds insane. What we have to go through. You know what I mean? When my grandparents got married younger than me and didn't have very much money, they just went and bought a house together. Because you could do that. Because you could do that. That's one thing I was telling Daniel earlier was when I was in high school, I wanted to buy a Camaro. And I I was the topic was like uh, when people older than you love to point out how further along in life they were when they were your age. And I love talking about that because I love to argue with them about that. And I'm always like, well, you know, I bet it, I bet you were further along in life when like buying a house was like $12. Like you could just spend $12 and get a nice little house. But like for us, we got to spend like a million dollars to get a house now. And so I bring up the story of like when I wanted to buy a Camaro when I was in high school, um, my dad said, he was like, you know, when I was your age, I had three Camaros. And my mom was like, she was like, yeah, you had three Camaros because they were like car brand new cars were like $6,000 back in the eighties. And now like 6,000, like what can $6,000 give you a beater or a shoe with wheels, which is what I consider. Which is I a beater. Drive, I, dr- I consider I drive a shoe with four wheels. You drive a go-kart. Okay. Just make me feel bad about what I drive. Dude, Daniel. it's cool. Go-karts are fun. No. Especially with a manual trans. You can, yeah, you can no, have some fun with that. No, no. But yeah, that's it's an interesting thing to be in your 20s, uh, particularly in this point, in this time period. But, you know, one thing I've also told we, me and Daniel have talked about is I feel like every generation has something that they can say when they're older, being like, you never knew what it was like experiencing this. And so, like, for us, it's going to obviously be the pandemic. We're going to be like, you don't know what it's like living in a pandemic, not knowing, you know, if you're going to get toilet paper the next day or not. You lucky, you lucky little, little rug rats. You, you, you know, you're going to get toilet paper every day. We used to not know that. We used to sit up late at night wondering if we were going to have toilet paper for the next yeah, day. Just be very dramatic about it. And also it's like, it's also awesome because we can just use it as an excuse for the rest of our life. Oh yeah. Like, you know, Hey dude, sorry. Like, you know, ever since the pandemic, like I've just been, you know, things have been hard and stuff like that. And then it's like, yeah, bro. But like you hit me with your car and it's like, yeah, but like, I mean, it's like, yeah, know, dude, it's just COVID-19, COVID-19, like really like, you know, mess me up. Like I do, I do that. I, I found, I even started doing that. Like I went to a coffee shop one time and I ordered coffee and, uh, apparently like I ordered something that wasn't on the menu and I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's just, life's been hard since COVID and you know, I just don't really pay attention to menus anymore. Lenny was like, okay, well, do you want it in a medium or a large? And I was like, I guess medium that's just what life is now life is just medium and it's not large anymore and she's like all right that'll be 539 like, okay thanks and i just drove off and then you hit somebody with their car and you said oh sorry i was like oh sorry i just ever since the pandemic i've just never really been a good driver and yeah it's been tough but yeah like it's a it's just an interesting thing but 
um, yeah, so we've we've both um, been gone for a while. One thing I will say, I feel like we need credit for, and I'll I'll credit ourselves mm-hmm. right now, is although we have both moved away and been gone for a while, we have both stayed in touch for a very long time. We both have gone to where each other has gone, like moved to to visit. I never went to Louisiana. Yeah, I was going to say, like, besides Louisiana, but you mentioned going. Yeah, I did mention going. That's something, right? Yeah, I should go go visit H. Bake. I was like, no one's called me that since COVID. And uh, it's just been. Oh, yeah, it's been tough, man. Really tough. But yeah, yeah, so now we're back. Uh, We moved here. Life's been crazy. Um, Daniel, why don't you dive into. Just real quick, dive into why people should move out of their home environment. Yeah, even people that aren't from Knoxville, anybody, regardless of where you're from, it's a good idea to get out of where you're from, at least for a little bit, even if you decide to come back later on. Um, It is a good way to practice talking to different people and getting to know different kinds of people different surroundings uh it's definitely a great way of getting out of your comfort zone because going somewhere you don't know anybody is it's hard to be comfortable in that but getting out of your comfort zone is a very good thing um i think the reason i know the reason at least i came back i think you came back for the same reason to knoxville is just because it is a really good place to live for the cost of living. Um, There are certainly way cooler places in the country than this and in the world, but for what it costs to live here and what you get out of it, it's got pretty much everything you need. Um, It is a good place to live in. Yeah. One thing I've always said, because there's been, um, we talked about this earlier. uh, I just have this conspiracy that they within, um, the vaccine that we've gotten for COVID-19 within that vaccine, they have somehow put implanted in our brains uh, as America that we all should move to Nashville. And now there's all these people are like, I got to move to Nashville. And one thing I've told people uh, when they ask about Nashville uh, and Knoxville is I always say like Knoxville is just the calmer version of Nashville way calmer it's calmer but you get pretty much what you would want to get in nashville you're going to get that here or for a place that you're going to live but it's going to be calmer like the downtown area of knoxville is fantastic uh for being a downtown i would say it's pretty clean Mm -hmm. compared to some of the other downtowns i've been to i won't say you know because i don't want to offend anybody uh but there's some pretty dirty downtowns uh, in America, but Knoxville has a pretty clean, um, downtown area. Granted, this is fairly recently. Um, they have been on the rise lately here. I know when I moved back to Knoxville, um, I noticed that downtown was way better than it used to be either that, or I'm just more appreciative of it now. Yeah. There's just the one thing, there's a lot to do here, but you have to find it. And that's, I think that's where most people, uh, get caught up in living in Knoxville. Like, you know, they want to find their shops. They want to find their restaurants. They want to, 
you know, find their attractional areas. And for Knoxville, it's not going to all be in one place, you know, like downtown Knoxville, like I said, it's nice, but downtown Knoxville doesn't really like have just a bunch of stuff for you to do. Uh, but Knoxville in general just has a lot of stuff for you to do. You just got to like go out and find it. And also you're pretty close to some pretty major cities. You know, we're like two hours away from Atlanta. We're about three hours away from Nashville. You know, Chattanooga is like just a little over an hour, maybe less than an hour. You know, if that's your vice, like you're you just drive like, really fast, you're just like, I gotta, gotta go to Chattanooga. You know, I gotta go to the aquarium. I'm like, dang, man, that's crazy. That's weird that you would, you know, want to go to the aquarium so bad. But uh, yeah, it's there. Um, so, yeah, but it's nice. And uh, me and Daniel both live here now. Um, don't know for how long, you know, it might be the rest of our lives, you know, or next week we'll both just be like, yeah, I think uh, I don't want to live here anymore. And now that I have completed my adventure on the Appalachian Trail, I am thinking that I would like to build a life in my hometown here. Um uh, get into work and start working towards buying a house. Uh, of course, we were talking about that earlier and just how hard it is to buy a house now, even in Knoxville. You know, a couple years ago, buying a house in Knoxville was very doable. Um, well, you know, if you're not in your early 20s, of course, you right. know, it's not like houses are just dirt cheap. It's 1960s. You can buy one for $20. Um, they're still relatively expensive. I tried to buy a house in Hickson uh, in 2019 for 150 grand, um, but got turned down on it, uh, for not having a credit score and for not making enough money at my job that I've been working for over a year. Yeah. Um, and that was just kind of a reflection. It's like, yeah, buying a house is pretty, uh, pretty tricky. Um, especially considering, you know, my grandparents, you know, didn't have any money, could just go and buy one. Yeah. One thing that there's, there's so much stuff that I wasn't ready to like have to figure out being an adult, like the whole thing with mortgages and like trying to get a mortgage and like being pre-approved. And then like recently someone's explained it to me because um, I don't like living in apartments. And so I'm trying to just stay in a home and like get my own home and like live in a home. Like it'd be great. You know, there's not people that love the apartment lifestyle. I don't. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the apartment, uh, if you're into the apartment lifestyle, just stop listening to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, more. We don't want you here. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, don't do it. So much love. Keep listening. Keep yes. listening, please. Yes. Um. So yeah. So you know, I I recently talked to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> about right. about uh because i don't even know like how to get a house like i was i was just like how the heck do you even like how like how do you just show up one day with a lot of cash and you just knock on someone's door and like i want to buy your house yeah uh she was like no idiot <laughs> which obviously that's my mom that's what she says um i'm just kidding i have to say that because i don't know if she listens to this or not um though i did not managed to get this house. Um, I did learn about how to get a house from that. Point. Yeah. My mom, she eventually told me like what to do to get a house. Um, so it's 
What she told me, which I didn't know this, sorry, is you go to a mortgage company, you get pre-approved, and this mortgage company basically gives you uh, a range of prices that you could afford to get a house. And then you find a house that's within that price range, and you just pick one, and you tell the mortgage company, I want this one. And they're like, all right, bet. And then you basically sell your life to paying them until the house. house is paid off until the house is paid off and uh one thing my mom told me she's like one thing you gotta realize you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to pay property tax which is an interesting thing because my mom said so i'm from oak ridge which is a smaller town than knoxville keep that in mind when i continue the story she's like if you want to get a house in oak ridge you're gonna have to understand that the property tax is gonna be way more in Oak Ridge than it is in Knoxville, which doesn't make any sense because Knox, at least in my head, like Knoxville is a bigger place, all that stuff. I don't know what factors into that, but she was just like, but yeah. the house prices, like the price you yeah. see is less in Oak Ridge. Yeah. Oak Ridge has cheaper houses, but you gotta, your property taxes are pretty high. There's a few houses that I've seen um, that I'm like, yeah, I could live there and I could probably afford to live there. Um, one thing that's cool, I won't say the app because they don't sponsor us and we're not just going to plug something that doesn't sponsor. But Why a, would we do that? There's an app that uh, shows you house listings. And one thing that this app does, it's really cool, is it it estimates how much your mortgage is going to be a month, which I think is really cool. So you'll just like see these houses and it won't just give you the price. It will also tell you like the estimate of what your mortgage might be. And one thing I'll just say, okay, I'm not a financial advisor, Daniel. Okay, I'm not. You're not? Okay, I am actually surprised. I'm a financial advisor in disguise. No, I'm not. I'm not. Guys, I'm not. I'm Wait, not. please. Dude, you're confusing me. Oh, uh, it's okay. Um, so one thing I've noticed is most of the time mortgages are less than rent. And you're getting more. Okay. That's 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 just what I'm gonna say. Okay, it usually costs less, like your mortgage costs you less than what your rent would cost you if you got an apartment. That's all that's just guys, guys. I'm not a financial advisor, but that's just what I'll say. That's what I'll say about that situation. Now it's like, yes, like, you know, there's pros and cons. Like if you get a house, like you're stuck with that house, you have to keep paying it until you pay it off. Something breaks, you like got to fix it. Yeah. You know, your roof leaks, you, you got to buy a new roof. Exactly. But like apartments, like you just pay the rent and you know, if you want to move somewhere else, like you literally just end the lease and you move out, like it's fine. It is what it is. I understand guys. Like I said before, like y'all, I just learned how to buy a house a few weeks ago. So like, don't even, don't even come after me. Cause I know they're going to come after me cause they know our email. And now they're going to email us and be like, you idiots. Yes. Yeah. There is a big uh, social stigma um, in the United States, even though buying a house is very hard for people in their early twenties, but there is also a stigma for those that still live with their parents. Yeah. Um, a lot of that, I think, stems from you look at the typical person who lives with their parents. You know, they don't work. They jack off and play video games. Well, all there's day. all there's the joke. It's there's a joke, the but joke I think people like, take it pretty seriously. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a, it's a, it's, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, it is really interesting. I get, I just, you know, guys, listen, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. I just wish people would just worry about themselves. I wish people would just judge themselves, guys. Just judge yourself. Dog, that's a big ask. Pre, just be hard on yourself. Just judge yourself so hard. You're asking a lot of. That you, Daniel, if you check your phone one more time. Guys, Daniel, Daniel. Whoa, he just threw me his phone. phone. Should I read this message on the podcast right now? No, you should not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I won't read it. I didn't even look at it. I can't read anyways. Um. Yeah, fine. Take your phone, dude. Well, uh, none of us. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's just life, dude. That's just that's just people just need to be more hard on on themselves, so they don't even have energy to be judgmental towards anybody else. That's what I always say. Be so judgmental about yourself that you don't have any room to judge anybody else. (laughs) That's what I always say, but uh. Yeah, you can clap for me. It's okay. Uh, so yeah, being in your twenties is crazy. Um, you can't do it right. You can't do it right, and there's so many things that you're not ready for. One thing I wasn't ready for, we talked about this earlier, uh, was roommates. Uh, roommates are a very interesting uh aspect of going out on your own and living. I have so many roommate stories. Uh. I am. I'll probably have a lot of my previous roommates on this podcast at some point, and I think we're going to have a ball just talking about stories. But uh, roommates, one thing I've found with roommates, and this might dive into just uh, humanity in general, is you can never just coexist with a roommate. You can never just live with a roommate just exist and go about your merry way like there always has to be at least in my experience there always has to be some kind of tension that you have with a roommate and i don't get it i don't understand why but it always happens and sometimes sometimes it's your fault sometimes you're the reason why there's tension but then there's sometimes when it's not your fault, there's tension and you're just trapped in this tension and you don't know what to do, which is what I've every time I've had a roommate that's happened. Like there's always there's just always something. And without any big explanation, I can second that what you said, 100 percent. A hundred percent. The one time the one time I would say um that that hasn't happened. And I don't know if you can even technically consider this, but during COVID, all of my roommates in my previous apartment moved out, moved to different States because of COVID. This was back when I was living in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. And, uh, I was stuck with, I went back, I went back here, went back home, uh, during like the big point of the pandemic. But, Around May, I decided to go back to Birmingham, and luckily, I found some friends who had an open spot at their apartment, and so I just moved in and stayed with them for a few months. And during those few months, there was no tension, and we were we were with each other twenty four seven. Now these are like these guys were like my closest friends, and so I might have something to do with it. I don't know, but 
we had no tension. We were just, we, we of course, we saw each other like 24 seven because we could barely leave our apartment. And so it was like what it was, but it was great. But for whatever reason, they're just always, they just hits this mark where it's just like the universe is just like, okay, um, you guys have been living together for a while. You've had fun. Uh, you both are all consider each other friends. Uh, it's time to have some tension. So here's some tension. And then it's boom. There's tension. It's hard sense. living with people, man, but it's a learning experience. It's a learning experience and it's something you're going to appreciate. You're like, oh, wow, I'm glad I went through that. I'm glad that I got to experience two of my roommates fighting over a bottle of Gatorade. Yeah. Because that built me as a person. You know what I mean? I do. So, yeah. Roommates fun. Roommates. There's I love there's just so many great stories that come out of dude. Sometimes you roommates. can come home and there's like people over and it's like a really interesting situation. That's a good thing to be a part of. Yeah. That happens sometimes with roommates or a roommate can, I'm not going to say who this roommate is, but I'll probably have him on the podcast and I'll let him out him, himself. But, uh, or you get in a situation where a roommate has planned a party at the apartment. And he lets all, he's very nice. And he lets, you know, you all know that, Hey, I'm having a party at the apartment. It's on this day. It's on this night. And, uh, he doesn't show up to the apartment. And so he just invites all these people and doesn't show up to the apartment. And it's left to you to figure out what are you going to do with all these people that are just at the apartment? That's how, yeah, that's happened to me, bro. That wow. That's happened to me, man. That's where is he? when all this is happening he i don't remember where he was he just wasn't there and i remember he's gonna he's gonna love the fact that i'm bringing this up but uh so he wasn't there and um what was funny was my other roommate that was there wouldn't come out of his room and i was like dude you can't leave me like by myself to like handle this because like the people that were there it was kind of it's one of those things where like you know their names you've seen them before but you've never really established any kind of relationship with these people but they're at your apartment and they're waiting for something to happen and it's kind of just you and i was trying to drag my other roommate to come out of his room and he would not come out of his room i'm like bro don't leave me hanging out to dry like i don't want to i don't want to have to deal with this it was a whole thing i did, i think what i remember was i was like let me make this party as lame as possible to get these people out of my apartment and so i was like hey guys uh so for the party we're gonna watch treasure planet (laughs) 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 and they were like uh huh what and i was like yep we're all gonna gather around the tv in the living room we're gonna watch treasure planet and one by one they all left the apartment they're like oh yeah it's getting kind of late it was like 8 30 yeah it's getting kind of late uh i think we should head back and so a group of them would leave because they drove together. And um, but then, of course, there was the few that stayed and stayed for the movie to end. The guys so, that were together in the car. I can just imagine them getting the car. And be like, can you imagine this guy invite us over to watch Treasure Planet? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there was these people that stayed and it was awkward. And I was frustrated with my decision because I did this in hopes that everyone would leave and then i could just go on my merry way and do my thing but of course there was a there was a good amount of people that stayed throughout the whole movie so i had to watch the entirety of treasure planet uh which you know whatever your opinion is on treasure planet i'm not saying it's a bad movie i just would not pick it to watch it 
And uh, so I had to watch all of Treasure Planet. And then these people were like, all right, what are we going to do next? Uh, oh, no. And I was like, you guys want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, man, that's fun, though. Yeah, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm pretty sure. And then I uh, had a stern talking to uh, the roommate who decided to plan this party and decided not to show up to the party. Did you point your finger at him? Was there a finger pointing? I pointed a gun at him. Oh, I had to whoa. I had to show him I was serious about what he had done. So I pointed a gun at him, dude. I'm just kidding. I, I did not point a gun at him. I didn't. Um, I decided to start talking to him. I was like, hey, bro, it's not cool. It's not cool to invite all these people over to the apartment and not show up and force your roommates to host these people. And I got caught watching the entire movie of Treasure Planet because I was hoping these people would leave and they didn't. And here we are. Yeah. So, Holden, you live so, with your parents again. You live with your parents again. <laughs> no, you live with your parents. We both live with our parents again. Listen, well, I just got here three weeks ago. Yeah, same here. I don't want to. I They offered. They were like, hey, you can move here. You can move in with us. Um, because, for one, I didn't really know who was still living in Tennessee that I knew. Um, so, yeah, as of right now, I'm living with my parents. I am, as I said before, hoping I can just buy a house, just go from living with them to buying a house and moving into that house. Um, But we'll see. My question for you is that you're working towards stuff, right? Like, yes, you work, you do stuff. Okay. Yes. What are you working towards right now? Well, recently... I decided to, I, well, I haven't decided. I'm still kind of thinking about it, but I'm thinking about going back to school, which is one thing I'll be working towards is I started a degree and never finished it. So thinking about finishing it, you know, I think I am working towards uh, one thing definitely is financial stability is what I'm working towards. I'm working towards financial stability. Um, working on getting my uh, independent. You're smiling. What What do you want me to say, Daniel? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? <laughs> I, want you to say I want you to say whatever you had to say, man. Yeah, I'm just where you were smiling at me. And I was like, I was like, he's going to get me with something. I don't know. Well, you had mentioned to me earlier uh, about buying a house, you know, and we were talking about that earlier as well. Uh, on this podcast, but uh, where I was going with is you would admit that you would rather save your money to work towards buying a house, which is something that's very hard to do when yeah. you're in your 20s. You would rather save your money to work towards that, that being your upgrade. You would be upgrading yeah. from your parents' place directly to a house. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good move. That that A lot of people have told me that it's a smart move. If your parents are willing to move back in with them, if they're cool with it and they're cool while you're there, that's a, that's a whole nother thing. Like your parents can be cool with you moving back and you move back, but are they going to be cool while you're there? Yeah, that's pretty big. Like, are you going to be able to establish boundaries and they're going to respect those boundaries? Um, so that's, that's been a thing um, is, and so far it's been, They've I've there's been boundaries and I feel like they've respected the boundaries. 
Yeah. And having a good relationship with your parents um, says a lot and is a good thing to be able to have. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I've said before, like, you know, we're we're in our 20s, but like we're going through stuff that nobody else in their 20s has gone has gone through. Like no one no one is no one in their 20s, at least still alive today, has gone through a pandemic in their 20s like no one has ever experienced that like i literally when the pandemic the pandemic happened just a few months before i graduated college mm-hmm. and so i had to graduate college and like look to find a job during the pandemic which was like crazy and then you know now like like i said before like stuff is just like way more expensive now than it was for previous generations and stuff like that and So the thing, the thing about it for me and what I've always said is the re like when I decided I was just, I was going to move back in with my parents, which they have been telling me ever since I moved, they were always just like, you know, there's always a place for you here. Um, You can always come back and all that. And is there's way more benefits than there aren't the only non-benefit I can see from living with your parents at this age is just the social stigma that is stuck with you while you're living there. Yeah. And you and I are are both perfectly capable of following the, uh, the trend or the race, if you will, whichever you want to call it of going out and getting an apartment and paying, um, you know, over a thousand dollars extra a month. Uh, to live in a place that's really not even that nice. You know, I've lived in three apartments mm-hmm. and none of them were nice, but they were all expensive. They yeah. shared that. Um, we could do that, but you know, what would we be getting out of that? We would be getting um, the right to uh, not have the social stigma that has been yeah. established that has uh, been previously thrown upon people who are in their 20s who, and, and you know, there is a fine line like, obviously, I don't plan on being at my parents' place when I'm, like, 29 or 28. Like, I I feel like I will fairly, I, quickly is a weird thing to say, because um, I obviously don't really know. But, like, I would sure. say sooner rather than later, I will be out on my own again in my own place. Yeah, man. Um, But just, like, however long it takes, I mean... As long as you're working towards it. Yeah. And um, like the thing, the thing about it is like, you have to deal with the stigma like right now while you're in it. But then like, it's like the minute you get your own place and you move out, you don't have to deal with that stigma anymore and you never have to like deal with it again. So it's just like, yeah, like it's like, if you really care about what people think about you. Yeah. Which I don't, but Daniel does. Oh, and yeah, it's huge. I have talked about it with him all <laughs> no. the time, and it's just like crazy. But uh, but no, yeah, it is. It's a thing because, like we said before, we're both in the dating realm, and that is also a interesting thing to have to deal with. Um, within the dating realm, which I haven't been on, I haven't like I haven't really even been on a date since i've been back like i've been back for three weeks give me some cut me some slack guys everyone's like whoa hasn't been on a date well i know why (laughs) um no guys i've been here for three weeks and just calm down 
that's all I have to say. I haven't really found a community. I have. Okay. I have goals. I have set goals for myself. Dude, that's big. When I move back, these are my goals. Are you ready for my goals? Yeah. First goal is to establish myself an in-person job because right now I'm working uh, on a job online that I don't know how long I'm going to have this job, but I'm working on this job online. And uh, I'm also, so I'm a, I'm a video editor, videographer, do motion graphics, all this stuff. And so I'm getting like projects uh, to work on that people pay me for, but it's not like a job where like I do it and then they gave me something else and they keep, keep giving me a salary. There is my job that I do online is that, but then there's other things that I do um, that I get paid for. I get like a one-time payment for, I do the project. And then once project's done, I no longer work with either that company or whatever it is. Um, and I'm always like looking for some other stuff to do, but I'm looking for a like establishing a constant in-person job. That's like the first thing I want to do. The second thing I want to do is get into a, a community, which is huge. That's a huge thing that you need to do. Get yourself into a community. Um, it's been three years, like I said, since I've lived here. So the community I had three years ago. Oh, uh, yeah, that's gone. But yeah, most of them don't even live anywhere near here anymore. So they're gone. Um, so reestablishing a community. Um, and then the last goal, which is the goal we just talked about, which is uh, getting myself back out on my own again. Yes. Those, a house. Those are my goals. Um, if you plan on listening to the podcast longer you know, more episodes, you can, you can hold me to it. You know, you can email us at the outerpodcast.com and be like, Hey, Holden, uh, you said you're going to do these goals and it's been five years. It's been five years and you've done none of them. And which I would say that would hurt to read. I would say, stop listening to my podcast immediately. I would say that. I know that would be your response. I guess. I don't know. That's just what I thought. Wow. Um, but yeah, dude, that's that's just how life goes sometimes. True. That's just how life goes. And everyone has a different, you know, everyone's got a different life path. You know, that's everyone's right. Everyone's got to do something different, you know. But as long as we all have goals. Dude, I have goals, too. OK, let's hear them. Yeah. <laughs> goals. Oh, um, this is a great episode of the podcast. Um, it, Don't forget to follow him on Instagram. That. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Daniel. Tell us your goals. Tell us your goals. <laughs> Uh, I am looking to get back to traveling again, starting in September. I am looking to start doing traveling installations around the Southeast of refrigeration units and heating units for um, these major corporations around the Southeast. So I would be traveling, which also lessens the reason to put $1,500 out for an apartment first, you know, when I'm only going to be home like two or three nights a week. Um, No point really, but. I am much happier when I'm out there uh, and I'm not just in one spot all the time, though Knoxville is a good hub. It is a good place to keep coming back to. While I am out there making money, I'm going to put that back into buying a home for myself that I can come back to um, when I'm not traveling. Yeah. Nice. That's just an example. Thank you, Holden. Okay, you can stop clapping for me now. Okay. Um. Well, 
This is the awkward moment on the podcast. Where I'm well, I better head out. Are you going to um, leave? Yeah, I'm going to head out. I where got, are you going to go? I got some stuff to do. Um, you can't leave. Why not? You see that big guy over there in the corner? All black. When did wearing he get all black. There? He's been there this whole time. Who is he? He's got a... Don't Who ask are you? Name. Don't ask his name. Don't worry about it. Oh my yeah, God, don't worry I'm about sorry. it, dude. Okay. He's uh, got Glock in his Rari. All right. How, mu- how, much, longer do you, how much longer do we have to do this for, Holden? Why? Uh, we've been sitting here for three hours. Tell us why, Daniel. The world wants to know why you want to leave so bad, Daniel. <laughs> I already told you, man. I like being out there. I like going places. Motombo, get the Glock. Motombo's going to the Rari right now. To retrieve his Glock. Now's my chance. The Glock is in his Rari. Oh, don't go out there. He's a. Don't go out there, dude. Hey! Put that bow. Put that chrome to his dome, Macrombo! Anyways, Daniel just sat back down because Matombo got the Glock out of his Rari. He's got to point it up. It's um, not every day you see a Rari in Knoxville. No, I see him all the time. Motombo always. You're does. lying. Mo- hey, Motombo. Show him who's lying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right, Daniel. Well, Daniel, it's always a pleasure being with you on these podcasts. Yes, sir. Um, we've been doing it for a very long time. And mm-hmm. every time we do it, it's been great. Um, uh, is there anything you want to plug before we end the podcast? I don't do free shout outs. Um, okay, great. Only that's, when there's money plug. involved, but there's no um, money coming but, in. So. Oh. Um, no shout outs today. Yeah, here's here's the deal, guys. We'll do sponsors when we get them, but we won't give free shout outs. I am very partial, though, to local small businesses in the Knoxville area. Oh. Any of them that would like a shout out, I would Daniel's do for free. Just, he's uh, but himself. That's me. I don't know about you. Holden. He's acting like there isn't a whole other person doing the podcast. Too. Um. Yeah, dude, I'm just looking for some big corporations to send me money just to say that I know them on this podcast. That's what I want. Um, if you want to be a sponsor, another thing I'm really into is dancing, uh, particularly TikTok dancing. Um, so if you're looking for a TikTok star uh, to do dances for that you sponsor, um, I'm your guy and uh, you can choose me. Dude, TikTok dances are so creative. Okay, that's a whole nother podcast, Daniel. <laughs> you don't need to open up that can of worms. That's a whole nother thing, dude. That's a whole nother thing that this world isn't ready for. Yeah, so, uh, maybe next week they'll be ready. Maybe. Probably not. Well, oh, wow. Daniel just determined everyone's future that's listening to this right now. Just, uh, predicted. Okay. Not determined. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, but uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast, The Outer Podcast. Yeah, Um, thanks, man. I will always say, if you've gotten this far, I'm very appreciative that you've listened to this whole thing. Um, I won't say I love you because it's only episode two. I'm going to pace myself. Um, Smart. But yeah, like I said before, if you have any questions, any comments, any anything, Send them to the outer podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. Say bye, Daniel.